Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Thanks, Larry. My name is Joe McDaniel, and I'm with Vispero. And I'd like to say thank you for the ACB for letting me be here today and give this presentation. Um, I will be talking today about one of Vispero's new products. And I think maybe a lot of you know that Vespero isn't just Vespero. We encompass uh, all our brands, which are Freedom Scientific, Optelec, and Enhanced Vision. And today I'll be talking about a Freedom Scientific product called the Ruby 10 with Speech. It's one of our newest, most exciting products. And um, I'm going to talk about it first. A lot of you might have seen uh, the previous Ruby products we have. We have a very robust Ruby family. Uh, the first one we came out with was the standard Ruby, which wasn't high definition. It was just a little handheld magnifier. We came out with it about 15 years ago, and it's great. It's portable. You can put it in your shirt pocket. Uh, it's a wonderful way to um, magnify. It fits in your hand easily or in your pocket. And you can be in a restaurant uh, reading a menu. You can be in the store uh, looking at um, prices and things like that. So it's a really convenient little handheld magnifier. And right after that, we came out with the Ruby HD, which is the same size footprint. It has a handle as well, like the standard Ruby. And that one has, has a little bit more um, features. Like, for example, it is high definition. So you get a uh, even a smoother, great uh image than, than the Ruby standard. Um, it also has the auto zoom, so you can zoom up and zoom down instead of having just a couple preset uh, magnification levels. Uh, like the, Ruby, the standard Ruby, the Ruby HD has uh, different color contrasts, and um, it's a really great handy device to use. Then after the Ruby HD, we came out with one of our most popular products we've ever had, and that was the Ruby XL HD. And that's a little bit bigger than a three-inch screen. It's a five-inch screen. And that one will still fit in your shirt pocket, but it's a little bit bigger, but it has a bigger screen. And um, again, probably um, I would say it's one of our most popular products we've ever had. Uh, I just love that um, Ruby XLHD because it has the way it opens up. Uh, you don't have to lean over. Like if you have a document down on your on your table and you're using the XLHD, it kind of inclines a little bit. So you don't have to lean over and look at the image like the other one, like the Ruby standard or the, or the Ruby HD. And then after that came out, we came out with the Ruby 7, which uh, bigger screen, 7-inch screen. And that also had um, a lot more uh, features. But again, this was just a magnifier. It would do the color contrast. It would do magnification. But I'm happy to announce our new product, which is the Ruby, the new Ruby 10. And the Ruby 10 has a 10-inch screen, but it's way different than anything else we've ever designed. 
the industry has been asking for a handheld magnifier to have the OCR, the optical character recognition capability. And this does have it. In other words, it has speech. So the Ruby 10 can come two models. It can come without speech or with speech. Uh, but um, I'm going to talk to you today about the advantages of having it with speech because it's a very great, great way to uh, quickly read things. Um, let's say your eyes are a little tired and fatigued from using a, a little handheld spot magnifier all day, but this will just read the text for you. It's really exciting. So when you look at the when you look at the Ruby 10, it looks a lot like the Ruby XLHD. And in the, in the fact that it sits up inclined, um, but it's not a little five-inch screen, it's a big 10-inch screen. So when you're sitting down and looking at it, um, it's very, very easy to sit back in a chair. And uh, there's two different ways to read, uh, to look at documents. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is having it just the documents under the Ruby 10. So I can put photographs under there. I can put text under there. I could put it on top of a book or a magazine. And I'm just sitting there and I'm moving the, the Ruby back and forth and just seeing what's on the page and everything. But this new Ruby has something wonderful. I'm going to call it a wand, but it's more like an arm. So I again, I have the, the Ruby in front of me. Um, it's in the inclined position. And I'm going to open this wand. And the wand is on the top left part of the device. And I open it up, it's the full length of the actual 10-inch Ruby. So now, instead of viewing objects right under the Ruby, I'm actually viewing them to the right of the Ruby. And the great thing about this is that um, I can now have a full 8.5 by 11 document just to the right of the Ruby on my table. And now that, that, uh, that whole page can be scanned. Uh, I can use it. So now what? Now when I'm looking at the screen, the 10-inch screen, it's showing what's to the right of the Ruby. So if I have a book there or a magazine or even a full document, I can actually uh, look at that whole thing. And since this is a touchscreen, I can, I can make it larger. So I can, let's say I'm, I can put my checkbook right next to the Ruby. I can pinch the screen and make the checkbook all of a sudden really big on my screen. And I can flood a check. I can fill out a form. I can use it as a um, great way to look at any kind of a document. So again, the device is right in front of me. I open the wand up and to the right now, I have whatever I want to view and I can make that bigger or smaller. I can do the old school way and magnify it or make it smaller by using the buttons on the outside of the Ruby, or I can just touch screen, touch the fi my fingers on the screen like I would a smartphone and make it larger and bigger. So. Um, really exciting. It's a flexible way, not just reading it by putting the, the Ruby 10 on top of the documents. Now I'm looking at everything on the right-hand side, which makes it really convenient. The Ruby 10 um, is customizable too. So it can come in two different modes. And uh, one's called the default mode and that the other is the advanced mode. And they're both super easy to use. Um, the default mode only has six icons. And the advanced mode just has um, eight, eight uh, icons. So again, um, quickly, I'm going to go over the, uh, the different modes on the, just the default menu. We have our, um, what you see on an iPhone, it's, a, it's kind of like settings. It's the setting cog or wheel. 
And again, you can um, go in there and change all your different settings like you would on your phone. Um, there's another uh, Bluetooth, which is the Bluetooth icon, which we all recognize. It's kind of it looks like a pair of sunglasses turned sideways. Um, and again, since the Ruby 10 is a Bluetooth device, and if you want to hear the speech without anyone else hearing it, you can put your headphones on. Um, and there's also a jack in the side. If, the, if you don't want to use Bluetooth, too, you can have just a regular headset on. Um, there's also a um, information icon, and that's where you go in to see things like your serial number and what, what version from where you're at and things like that. Um, the fourth icon is just the volume and rate of speech. So you can make it louder or softer. You can make your Ruby 10 speak faster or slower. And it does about 24 languages. So um, in, this, in this icon, I would go in and possibly change like to Spanish. So it doesn't translate from English to Spanish, but if you put a Spanish document down and you've chosen Spanish, it's going to read that in Spanish. You can even choose if you want Latin American male or female voice or Castilian from Spain. So really flexible on those. That's just the default mode. So now I'm going to talk about the other mode, which is the advanced mode, which isn't really super advanced, but um, I'm going to tell you that um, one other one other icon I didn't mention on the on the main menu for the for the standard for the default mode is a graduation cap, and that's where you change it from just the just the standard the default mode to the advanced mode, and you just think of the graduation cap like you've graduated. Uh, you understand the other six icons and you're ready to look at what's in the advanced mode. And there's just two other icons in there and they're really good icons. Uh, one's called manage document and image files because with the Ruby 10, you can now um, do uh, a couple things. You can um, hook it up using the USB-C port and you can actually download files from your computer into the Ruby 10 and vice versa. You can also... Uh, save images and uh, and uh, take pictures and things like that of images and documents on the Ruby 10. And then you can export that onto your computer um, or onto a thumb drive. So um, it's a little uh, manage document and image files icon. It's just a picture of a file, pretty basic. The other one is called Miracast. And Miracast is great when you want to do something like hook up to a smart TV. So if I'm looking at something uh, on the Ruby 10, like I'm doing hobbies and I'm looking at coins or, or whatever, um, now um, you can connect this to a smart TV and you can see what you're viewing on the Ruby 10 screen projected into a large TV screen or another monitor. So those are the two basic um, extra icons that are on the different, that's kind of the difference between the, um, just the default mode and the advanced mode. So even the advanced mode isn't super advanced, so um, pretty easy to use, but you don't have to use those other features if you don't want to. Right now I'm gonna talk about the magnification camera. There are several different cameras. And again, the magnification camera is when you're placing the inclined uh, opened Ruby 10 onto a document or a photograph. I just place it right on top and um, I can do the focus lock, I can, um, I can uh, scan a magazine or a newspaper. And this is when I'm actually putting the Ruby 10 on top of a document or a photo or a magazine. That's what we call the, the magnification camera. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is uh, a feature that we put in the Ruby 7. And this is the overview camera. 
And this is where I have the incline part of it closed. So I'm holding it with my two hands. I can actually um, do spot reading for labels and price tags and receipts, business cards and things like that. And it kind of does go a few feet, several feet away. So if I walk into, let's say, a fast food restaurant that has a menu board, um, if, as long as I'm up, up, or up close, like by the register part, I can pretty much read the menu. And let's say it's Friday. Oh, it's, it's Fish Filet Friday McDonald's or whatever. So this is a great um, way to use it in the overview mode. And again, you're just it's all closed and you're holding with both hands and you're you're looking at a bus schedule um, on a pole, like at the bus stop or things like that. So this is called the overview camera. Um, the next camera um, is the full page camera. And this is what I mentioned before, where uh, the Ruby 10 is opened and inclined, like it's right in front of me. And then I, then I swing out the arm um, and extend that. So it swings out and it's kind of at a 90 degree angle um, uh, starting at the right top part of the Ruby 10. It opens up from the left part, but then it swings open and it kind of hangs over. And again, the wonderful thing about that is that it opens everything up to the right of the ruby. Like if you're if you've got it on your desk or your table, just to the right of the ruby, it opens up. If you're scanning a, a full page, eight and a half by eleven document, uh, a magazine, or if you even if you're doing hobbies or painting or sewing or knitting, you can just um, have every what you're doing to the right of the ruby, and it's magnified right there on the screen. So. Um, and again, I think I mentioned before, when you open up this wand, I can place a document down there. I can write it. I can place my checkbook down there and sign a check. Um, I can, gosh, I can fill out a form. Um, there's just so many, so many uses. You know, again, this was this is a product for someone who has some low vision. But I got to tell you that I was in a, a conference a couple of weeks ago, actually in Madrid, Spain. It was called the ONSE conference. They have it every three years. And I had uh, a gentleman come up and wanted to see the Ruby 10 with speech, but he was completely blind. And he said, but I heard that it's kind of easy to use, even if you don't have any sight. So um, I kind of uh, opened it up, showed him what to do. And the great thing about the Ruby 10 is that when you go to uh, do the OCR, which is the optical character recognition, when you take a picture of a document or a page, um, you just hold down, click, and click quickly, press the button once. But if you hold down on the Ruby 10 for like two seconds, it's not only going to take a picture of the image right to the right of the uh, of the document, it's also going to go and go ahead and do the OCR mode. So you push the button down, it will actually um, it will actually take the picture and then just start reading into whatever mode you had, whatever reading you had it in, in English. Um, with a with a male voice at this certain speed, so um, that's our full full page camera, um, and I really think um, that's a great thing. I'm not going to say tell everyone who has no complete sight uh, to go out and buy this because uh, it's going to save their life. But I'm saying that if you have letters you receive or documents, um, and you um, it's pretty easy to kind of learn where uh, and figure out where to put the eight and a half by eleven uh, piece of paper to the right of your device and. Um, just tell right away whether that's a document that you need to throw away or it's a bill or something important you have to keep. So um, that's that's that on that. Um, the Ruby 10 also has a text as a help text mode. Uh, I don't know if any of you remember our Sarah and our Sarah CE. 
um, a scanning device that we've had in the past, um, one of our great products. It had a, a help text, which was great. You could put it into a mode where, um, where if you're learning it or you can't remember, you can put it in this mode and whatever button you touch, it's going to pretty much tell you that, um, hey, uh, this is the OCR button. This is magnification. So it's um, you just go into the menu settings and you go to language and you click on help text and you turn that on and then you can go like make it like a make your own tutorial. So when you're when you're practicing or getting to know your Ruby 10 and you have it in the help text mode, it can basically talk talk your way through and explain all the different but uh, the different buttons um, inside inside the um, the menu depending on what language you chose. So. That's a real interesting thing right there. And also, I want to talk about the reading views. So uh, once you do do an OCR, uh, a full page, uh, a book page, or or whatever you're OCRing, there are different views you can have the Ruby 10 show you. Some people just like to listen to it, but other people like to follow along in their preferred color contrast and their preferred uh, magnification size. So the first one is a, a ticker tape uh, viewing mode. And so when you set it to that, um, you get a single a black line, black or light. Let's say you have it set for white on black or black on white. You get a single line going across the Ruby 10. Some people prefer that when they're reading along, when it's speaking. So um, that's the ticker tape one. We also have a teleprompter uh, mode. And that's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in this position. I really haven't. Where you're on stage on TV and there's a person down there or there's a teleprompter, person holding cue cards, uh, I'm talking old school. But if you have a teleprompter down there, it's kind of a lot like um, you'd see when the president's giving a speech, you'll have a teleprompter. And, and that's the way you would see the, um, the document. It, it kind of takes away images and just gives it like a, um, just a, just the text going across. Um, there's also another one that um, the image mode, which will keep the images in there. And then there's also a zones mode. So like if you're if you're having it read a newspaper or something like that, it just does the zones. It does this zone and that zone, and it will be um, you'll be reading that in the different zones. So uh, those are the different reading views for uh, the Ruby 10. Uh, now the Ruby 10 isn't just a magnifier. It isn't just an OCR handheld uh, magnifier. We've also put some very very special unique. Um, that no other product has uh, uh, capabilities into this device. The first one I'm going to talk about is called Edge Effect. Okay, so Edge Effect, um, sometimes you've got a document, it might be like a certification, or it might be like an advertisement that has some real, real hard um, images to read words. And if you're using one of your contrast modes, like this does have up to, I believe, 25 contrast modes, then sometimes it's really hard to see that image. Like, it's kind of blurry. Um, so what this does is it, so picture a letter. It makes it kind of in a, um, in fact, the icon to push this, it's not just a letter written. It's like kind of it blocked. So, you know, when you, like, let's say I wrote my name, Joe McDaniel, just like with straight letters, or I could make it in a block form. It kind of converts the text into like an open block. And um, again, it makes it a, a lot easier to read when you're in those high contrast modes. So that's something that we put in the Ruby that I don't think any other device might have. 
And um, again, it shows the images in a block form. And that can be really helpful for somebody that's trying to read um, some words that um, before were kind of not very clear when you're using the high contrast mode. But now that it's got the block, it's kind of a block letters, um, it's easier to read. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next feature, which is a lot like the, which is a lot like the uh, previous uh, feature I talked about. Um, and that is actually called, uh, I talked about the edge effect, and this is the, this, this takes the edge effect to one step beyond. And what this one does is it actually fills in. It does, it does the same thing as the, um, as the edge effect, but this fills in the actual block. So um, again, I might be, this is called edge highlight. So again, um, I might be, uh, this is available in the high, cash, high contrast colors, um, true color and grayscale. So, so not only is it changing the letters into a block, it's kind of filling in the block, not totally. So it, um, again, it's kind of outlining the letters of words, which can make it a lot easier to see. And again, um, this device is made to not just magnify, not just give you color contrast, but we have all these different features that will enhance when you're using the highlight color and the different um, colors so you can see it better. That one's called Edge Highlight. Okay, here's an, a feature that I don't think any device ever created has. So a lot of people have low vision, um, different kinds of vision. Some people are even colorblind. And I don't know if there's been any products out on the market right now. This We could be the only ones right now with that feature. Um, and it's called Color Blindness Filter. So the icon for it is actually a gentleman with glasses on, like filters. Like sometimes you see people that just had cataract surgery or, or any kind of other surgery, and they have the big uh, filter glasses on. So this icon has a has your our basic uh, systems uh, uh, icon cog wheel with a guy looking at it that has filtered glasses on. So again, this is what we call um, our feature that helps color blindness. It's called color blindness filters. And this um, again, what you would do is if you have color blindness and you have a Ruby ten, you there's a mode you go in and depending on, I guess there's three kinds. Well, there are three kinds of color blindness and you go in and you kind of set the device for um, your type of color blindness. I know the first one is uh, don't kill me on my pronunciation, but it's deuteranopia. I for sure uh, did a bad uh, pronunciation on that, but that's when um, you have an insensitive insensitivity to green light and that can cause confusion with greens, reds, and yellows. And then the second one is protanopia, which is an insensitivity to the red light, causing confusions again with green, reds, and yellows. And the last one is tritinopony. I'm sorry, tritinopia. And that's the, in, the insensitivity to blue light, causing confusion with greens and blues. So once you've, um, I, I'd say, um, calibrated, Calibrized your your device for whichever color blindness you have. Um, I'll just give an example. So sometimes somebody with color blindness might have trouble really seeing a picture uh, of a tree that has maybe fall colors, which sometimes are deep rich, um, liquid amber colors, or red or yellows. 
So by programming the colorblindness filters, um, normally the, the person wouldn't see much on that picture. But once we've color, um, colorized and calibrized it for their kind of colorblindness to, uh, condition, you'll see some of the, um, you'll see uh, the view corrected and they'll even see some of the reds or some of the hues or the, some of the yellows that they wouldn't normally see. So um, not not sure if there's a great demand for having this uh, color blindness filter in a device, but just wanted to let you know that we have um, we have created that um, in this case. There's one more um, creative icon that we have, and that's in the color contrast icons, and that's called contrast and dynamic adaptive contrast. So again. Um, getting back to where you have a document and you've got the contrast on it. Sometimes when you put it on like yellow and blue or yellow and black, you lose everything. You lose a lot of text and you lose a lot of, um, of images. So, and sometimes there's this bright light right in the center of the page when that's happening. So with this new contrast and dynamic adaptive contrast, we can actually, um, we can actually take away that bright light and clean up some of the, the, um, the different um, uh, enhanced color and dynamic color contrast. And so somebody that can't normally see a document that has print or images with this new contrast and dynamic adaptive contrast, they can see it a lot better. So again, the, the new Ruby 10 isn't just great with magnification or color contrast or even having speech, but now it has a lot of capabilities that, make previously uh, viewed documents a lot clearer. So I hope I'm not boring everyone. I'm just super excited because the Ruby, the Ruby family has been one of uh, Freedom Scientific's best uh, product groups. And now this is just um, really making a great finish to uh, a great add to uh, the Ruby family. And again, it does connect to other devices. Um, if you look at the side profile, there's an audio jack connection which you can plug in headphones or a speaker. Um, so let's say you're in a library and you don't want to bother other people, or if you're in your home and you want to make it even louder, you can connect your speakers. There's also a USB-C cable connections on the Ruby 10. So it has a USB-C port, which can be used with the USB-C cable. Um, you, can, um, you can also on the side, it has an area to charge the device like a cell phone. Uh, you can connect the device to a computer to transfer files, which I mentioned before, or to perform updates. Um, you can also connect the device to an HDMI TV to mirror the Ruby 10, like Miracast, using the USB-C to HDMI active cable. So I think I mentioned that before um, through the mirror. Um, there's also uh, Miracast wireless connection. So not only hooking up your speakers um, uh, wirelessly, um, you can do the Miracast. Uh, to stream the Ruby 10 audio and visual content to a computer, television, tablets, or or even a phone. So the content um, simultaneously displays on the Ruby 10 in front of you. Um, and the Ruby also supports Wi-Fi direct from Ruby 10 to, to um, a device, um, but not vice versa. So again, uh, Bluetooth wireless connection, um, this will help you with your audio device part of it. So um, I know I just discussed a lot of different features on the Ruby 10, but um, I guess I'd like to open it up now to questions. If anyone would like to ask any questions about the Ruby 10. Larry? 
or Patricia, who's ever helping me uh, with this? Actually, we don't have any hands raised at this time. Okay. <laughs> do you guys have any questions? Oh, wait a minute. We, yeah. we do have a hand raised. It, okay, great. Uh, every time I say that, it usually happens. So hang on. Uh, Area code 207054, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Yeah, this sounds so exciting to me. I am a non-techie person. Right. Um, I happen to have a, a CCTV in Maryland from way back, um, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I do have site, some site. But this it's the OCR part that is mm. so exciting to me. Portable OCR. I would give my well anyway. Yeah. Um, so I have a <laughs> um, my question. I have several. Um, yeah. I assume that it could be plug-in or battery operated. Exactly. Right, it know, has about a. I, okay. I believe it's a five-hour battery life. I I just worked okay. a show and um, we had continuous people coming because the show's every three years. And this one had to, because of COVID, had to wait five years. So we only had to charge it up one time during the day. And we were there from eight to eight. Uh, so it, it lasts oh, wow. a long time. And you'll just love the OCR feature. I mean, it's so accurate. It's really, it does a really good job on getting all the content you want. So um, right. definitely it's an exciting uh, product. It does, it does a wonderful job on accurately OC, um, doing the OCR part of it. Okay. And it needs um, the it needs um, Wi-Fi or doesn't does it? It can, doesn't need Wi-Fi. It, it doesn't need Wi-Fi. I was just mentioning. Well, no, actually, it doesn't need Wi-Fi at all because um, it's a standalone handheld portable magnifier that will do. You could be sitting under a tree in a park, and you could have your book down there, and you could push open the arm, mm -hmm. which I talked about that wonderful wand, and then everything to the right of the of the Ruby Twelve now becomes um like a that's where your areas that you can magnify whatever there be it a book be it a magazine be it a form so you can you don't need to be hooked into anything or any wi-fi or anything like that no okay okay um the wand can i use that for ocr also yes um exactly and that that's what so allows if you i'm sitting with my little wand i can scan it can just how does okay, that the, work does it go the wand yeah, stays on the device so picture mm -hmm. the picture uh, a, like your com your computer, your laptop, and it's like yeah. it's like the very <laughs> top of it. So I, I go to the mm -hmm. left top part of the device and lift it up, and it kind of shoots out on to like a right angle, a thing, on the an arm. Bit. Yeah, okay. So it's, it stays on, and of course that's where you do the OCR for the full page. Like if you want to put a side right. of a book or a side of a magazine and do that full page. Um, yes, um, exactly. You, exactly. That yes, you, that's where you do the OCR. But but it doesn't come off the the top of the. No, I understand. And yeah, you can okay. close it again, and that's when you're viewing stuff that you put like right on top of the Ruby Ten. Is okay. the principle similar okay. to a Pearl camera? No, the Pearl no? camera is a um, something you close up and right. you hook into a computer and yeah the pearl camera is wonderful yeah this is uh i'd say a lot better than the pearl camera because i don't need a computer the 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 pearl camera needs a computer right to um to be hooked into to do ocr i don't need a computer i just put the i could be sitting in my kitchen not even plugged into power and i can just put a document to the right of it hold down one of the buttons on the front um for like two seconds two and a half seconds and it's not only going to take a picture of that image it's going to read it to you 
at the speed you wanted to, with the language you wanted to, with the gender of the person and, and the volume, you know, loud or yeah. soft or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, I was envisioning, wow. I was envisioning the arm assembly. That's, when you mentioned the arm assembly, that's why I mentioned the pearl. I wondered if it was right. similar in terms of how it, it would sweep, it would open and then focus well, I guess on the you, page. If you can imagine your, the arm part of the pearl camera like connected to the top of, of your yeah, computer. Right. Um, but it's a lot thinner. It's very oh. um, aesthetically uh, thin and modern looking. It's not like a, the end of the pearl that pulls out. It's, it looks like it, it doesn't come out. All of a sudden, you just grab that part and lift up, and it doesn't even look like it should, and it's hinged to the right. It doesn't even look like it would come apart. So it's very, uh, very aesthetically pleasing and very modern looking. Okay. That's cool. So I can go take this wonderful device in the middle of a field mm-hmm. and with my mail and sit there and read my mail with my eyes closed. Yes. You would just put the, okay. you would put the. Well, I'm saying the, that because yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So yes, for a blind, yes, totally it'll blind start reading person. it to you, and then I think within seconds you'll when it, when you hear the word credit card or you, or congratulations. I mean, if it says congratulations, right. or, you can just round yes, file right, it right, right away, right? You know, it's right. like yes, it's, with it's my like, garbage bag right next yes, to me. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, right. Completely. Right. Okay, big question. Mm. Probably others waiting to hear how much. Okay, so it, again, it comes in with speech or without speech. And I'm going to give you the MSRP. No question. Right, right, right. So the MSRP, our retail price is $1,832 and I think 15 cents. Um, It also comes in non-speech, which I don't know. Well, maybe someone who's colorblind and deaf might want the, or something like that, might want the Uh non-speech unit. And that one's $1,517 and a few cents. So um, it's... uh, so again, it's about eighteen hundred dollars, approximately, for with speech. Right. Wow. Oh, I want one. Yeah. Okay. Well, what part of the country are you in? I'm sure you can contact. I'm your in Maine. Local. I'm in Maine. Maine. I'm in Maine. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. I'm sure you can reach out to Freedom Scientific and ask who the person in that that handles Maine. I'm in California, right. so. Uh, it would be a long drive for me to come show you the uh, <laughs> the Ruby 10. But I'd love to because I, I love Maine. It's such a beautiful state. Maine, it's wonderful. Right. Okay. So Freedom Scientific. Yeah. Okay. I will, um, because I also use, on my computer, I have Zoom text, awesome. which has worked really well for me. You yeah. know, basic stuff. Love it. So yes. thank you so much. It, it was great. nice meeting you. Thanks for the question. Larry, are there any other questions? I don't know. I'm not looking. Patricia, are there any I, questions? I don't I don't see any more hands raised at this okay. time. Well, great. So um, I guess I could just keep saying that how much I love the Ruby family and I love uh, the Ruby 10. Um, you know, the, the industry has been asking for this for a long time. And We've come out with a few of our products on the Optelec side, which are smaller devices that have OCR, and those are really good. This is my favorite one because it has all those other extra things that help when you're using the contrast and um, all those uh, different uh, filters you can put on. And and again, for the color blindness and things like that, pretty unique there. So um, we're really pretty happy about the new Ruby 10 and we're excited. Uh, I handle a territory in the West of 10 states. And all my distributors that carry the Freedom Scientific line 
are having great success selling the Ruby 10. So um, it's a great product and we're just um, really appreciative we were able to show you guys today and, and talk about it. So talk about advances. For those of us who use JAWS, there are always advances there because of technology, etc. And so things have to be either fixed when something doesn't go big because maybe a broken technology uh, uh-huh. through Windows or whatever. What kind of advances are currently happening with people who use these devices who are low vision? Um, as far as advances, like they're being able to do things they couldn't before? Yes. Definitely. So... Uh, before, when we have, when you had a Ruby camera, you could only pretty much see the menu, or you could actually um, just uh, magnify it and change the color contrast. But now, they can be somewhere like on a trip, and and um, instead of magnifying, like let's say you're in your hotel room, you can now start um, using the OCR to to like explain to you, like they always give you like a a book in your hotel room that kind of talks about room service or talks about things to do in the area. Like, let's say you're going to the ACB conference in in Omaha, Nebraska, and you get into your hotel room, you can just uh, put all the documents down and just start reading everything they're, they're, they're telling you about the area and things like that. So that's just one example. I mean, I think going from not being able to um, have things read to you to having a really quick um, and portable OCR device, I think it can uh, give you independence and drastically change your experience when traveling or at school or at work, or, I mean, just imagine, I mean, just imagine the things, uh, if you didn't have that capability before to, to be walking around with your own portable s- scanner to read, to read t- uh, text out to you. I mean, it can, I think the advances would be incredible in any kind of situation, whether, whether um, visiting a restaurant or a town or, or uh, just going over to a friend's house and, and just, just see what kind of magazines they're reading. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of um, advantages to having that OCR capability at your fingertips. And I love the so. fact that they're building these things into most of their products. So, for instance, they're doing the same thing with JAWS and it, with, with convenient yeah. OCR, et cetera. And when they can, they're right. doing the same thing to ZoomText and, and yeah. Fusion. And I love the fact that they're building them across products. Right, so that, right. Because we can Larry, all take advantage of it. We just take advantage Larry, in different ways. Larry, do you remember the first time you were able to do convenience OCR in JAWS? Wasn't that a great? Wasn't it, that a great experience? Uh, when I, when I, because I'm a beta tester, have been since like 2002, and the awesome. first time they showed that to me, I thought, why didn't somebody think about this before? Because it used to be we had the flatbed scanners, and you yep. know, it, and it was it was not mobile, and it wasn't easy to do with this. Right. Gosh, you don't even have. Really, you don't even have to use your your um, Perl if you don't want to. You can get ninety nine percent of the stuff done through your computer. That's brilliant. What about Picture Smart? Picture what, Smart, what same thing. That? I never, I never even envisioned that I could actually take a photo uh, or get a photo and find yeah. out what was going on. I, you know, when I was on Facebook, I did the same thing. I could always know what was happening in Facebook yeah. or a picture. We took a picture at Angel Stadium because I'm ten minutes yeah. away. And, yeah. and it would actually, it would see, it would go through the database and see stuff in Angel Stadium and give me names of things and people and events. And I thought, how cool is that? It's brilliant. Hey, having the capability of uh, taking a photograph. And you know, um, Bob Sweetman, he's yeah. a good friend of yours. Sure. 
Um, I saw uh, Ron Miller once demonstrate a picture of in Picture Smart. And I think Bob was in front of the Golden Gate Bridge and he scanned that photo in and it said, oh, a man standing in front of what seems to be the Golden Gate Bridge. And he was wearing a Columbia jacket and his little a little pocket of his little pocket on, on his shirt jacket said Columbia. And it mentioned the word Columbia. Wow. And, this, and it wasn't a close up picture of. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Larry. I, I, it's. I think that some of the things that Freedom Scientific has done um, and, and, and putting all the same uh, uh, options and um, technologies and capabilities and across all of our products, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I remember getting a picture taken, and, and, and I, of course, John and I are heavily involved with radio, old as well as new, and yes. I, took a, I had a picture there, and it looked through its database and said a picture of a man standing in a suit near a building could be Lou Ayers, who was an actor. Right. Brilliant. Right. Just incredible. I know. They, they, they pull from the internet and, yep. and all the all the different capabilities of all the of the facial recognition stuff. And it would just, I mean, I mean, could you imagine? Like, isn't that great technology? So, yeah. Yeah. That's really. John so works exciting. for Disney. Same yeah. thing. He got an award, the highest award you can get at Disney. Wow. And, and they took a picture of him and others in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle. And wow. it said and it just, Disneyland, you know, so it saw the castle yeah. and it looked through the database well, and saw the well, the likeness, yeah. etc. Yeah. So it's just amazing what they're able to pull. It's pretty exciting. I it's mean, almost like, da, 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 da. it's like, what is that all about? It's like, it's like the outer limits. Totally. Yeah. Twilight Zone. Yep. Twilight Zone, right? Yep. Oh my gosh. I, didn't we, you and I, Larry, we used to play uh, rocks and sticks and walk on the railroad tracks when we were kids, but now... All these young kids like have tablets in their hand by the time they're like eight months old. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> they do. <laughs> wow. So, well, how exciting. Um, thanks again for letting me come today and talk about the Ruby 10. That was, this has been uh, the highlight of my day. It, it, and it's funny because I remember the first getting involved with Freedom Scientific in the late 90s. And, and even back then they had earlier, I think, earlier versions of the Ruby. So I've seen it kind of yeah grow from there yeah, really 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 yeah. cool and everybody talks about it so it's marvelous to have that chance to know more about it because i don't know a lot about low vision stuff but i'm fascinated right. to see how it's continuing on yep it's it's pretty exciting so what will they do in the future do you do you, i mean you know you don't know exactly what they're going to do i don't but, but what kinds but of things do you envision i envision I envision computer uh, computer screens going away and and having holographics. They keep I, talking about that, don't they? They keep you know, telling us that. You know, Larry from ninety from ninety two to two thousand two, I worked at Xerox, and I remember one day they brought in this um, tablet in like nineteen ninety two, and they go, "This is going to." I mean, you know, you know how I don't know if you know the story how Xerox kind of invented the PC and then our technicians at park up in Palo Alto weren't getting paid enough. And, and they were kind of charmed over and, and then, you know, Microsoft happened and all that. But uh, we, uh, when I worked at Xerox, we invented the, like the PC just so we can make our own proposals to sell copiers and fax machines. But so anyway, that's another whole story, but the um, they brought in this document and they said it was like a tablet and they go, we are calling this the dino document. And this was before personal PCs or anything. This was like 
this is like when 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 there weren't any tablets out seven and they're going yeah you're going to be able to like touch the screen of this and change things and we were just what um and now look at i mean everyone's walking around with one of those on their smartphone now so yeah i never envisioned that that we could make a change in the screen by touching it yeah yeah i mean yeah so i don't know maybe you know holograms uh yeah instead of because the hardware look at we have to you have to manufacture these things it takes resources it pollutes the the, the earth and maybe it will have more holograms for computers um that will also have the you know that will that jaws and all the other great accessible um products will be able to read and 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 maybe we'll have less uh you know <laughs> landfills going up with old computer screens and stuff like that i don't know who knows i mean maybe they're just going to implant this you know before we leave the hospital when we're born yeah yeah maybe we'll have like all the technology uh in some kind of a uh um in some kind of an implant that grows with us like a like half human half machine type sorb i don't know <laughs> if it worked for star wars it can work for us i know yeah i know so, yeah very um, cool but, uh, well, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you have left. I don't know if there are any other questions. So, if you've got more, great. If you don't, we can end early. Yeah, let's end early. So, uh, yeah. If there are no other so, hands, maybe give people about ten or fifteen seconds to. If okay, you have yeah, a final question, I have, I'm, I'm good. And if not, then 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 we'll leave early. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Patricia. You bet.